From the headquarters of the Guild of Champions, this is the Chris Terrell Podcast, and welcome to another week of your weight loss quest. How did this last week go for you? What challenges did you face and overcome? You know, this journey you're going to find is just one challenge after another. Sometimes you have a big gap in between challenges. Sometimes the next one starts before the last one's even wrapped up. But anyway, if you don't know who I am, my name is Chris Terrell, and if you're new here... I've lost 125 pounds, took me two and a half years to do it, after an entire adulthood of constant yo-yo dieting, up, down, up, down, up, down again, before I finally got sick and tired of that, I made some permanent, meaningful, lasting changes to my life. And now I'm here each week teaching people like you how to get the same results in your life. So welcome to your next week. I'd love to help. Now, before we get into the topic of today... I'd love to take a moment and invite you to give the podcast a rating and a review on your podcasting app. It does indeed help get the show in front of more people. Now, if you're new here, please give me a few episodes. And then if I've earned it, I would love a five-star rating if you feel that the podcast deserves that. And also, I would love to invite you to come join my free Facebook group. You can find a link to that by going to ChrisTerrellCoaching.com and scroll down and there'll be an option there with a direct link to it or... You can find a direct link to it in the show notes of this podcast. Now, I want to talk about something that many of you are doing right now, and some of you are considering doing, and some of you are considering stopping, and some of you, you may not be considering this at all. No matter who you are, I want to ask, I want to encourage you to listen to this episode and what I'm talking about here. We're going to talk about calorie counting. We're going to talk about setting your target. How do you know how many calories you should eat. This is a, a major topic for debate for a lot of people. It's something that people feel like you got to go to a nutritionist or a dietitian to get the answer. It's something that we feel like this is this elusive magic number. And I thought I would just talk about picking your calorie target today, give you some advice, give you some things to think about. If we were sitting down for a one-on-one, -on -one, how might this conversation go? And if you're tracking your calories and you're struggling to determine the number, this is going to be the episode for you. And you've been thinking, if you have been thinking about tracking calories, this definitely is the episode for you. The rest of you, I want you to listen to this. Maybe you're, there'll be a time for you to track calories. I want you to just know the information that's here so that if the time comes where you want to track calories, you've got this information tucked away in your mind ready to go for you. Before we get into picking your target, I want to talk about calorie formulas. There are a handful of formulas out there that different websites, different calculators, different weight loss companies use to come up with a theoretical maintenance number. What is your number to just maintain your weight? And from there, you subtract calories in hopes that that would bring you into a calorie deficit. Keep in mind, these formulas are not, uh, uh, they're accurate kind of, Sometimes, like it's just, it's a big old asterisk next to it. Like you got to take it with a gigantic grain of salt. I honestly look at the formulas the same way I look at BMI. It gets you close, but you got to look at the individual and make a little bit more of a nuanced decision on what the right number is. The way these formulas work, there's a couple that are more popular than others, is to look at your height, weight, age, gender, activity level. It takes those variables into account and it spits out a number. This is a theoretical maintenance, all right? This is a educated guess under the best of circumstances. Everyone from that point, you know, if you are starting a weight loss journey and you're starting with a weight loss calculator, 
this is a starting point. You're going to have to dial it in, all right? You're going to have to look at how your body actually reacts to a certain calorie limit. So that's why you got to track your calories, even if you're going to blow your calories out of the water, because you got to see what the scale does and see if it makes sense and correlates with the number of calories you took in. So just remember that, like when you're dialing this in, it is important to track the calories, no matter what you think your target is. And why I'm starting off here is because so many people, what they'll do is I hear this phrase all the time. I ate in my deficit. I ate under my calories. And usually I'm like, what does that mean? My deficit? Where'd you get that number? Where'd that number come from? Like, oh, I did the calorie calculator and I just subtracted 500 or a, a thousand a day off of that number. I'm like, okay, how do you know that number is even right? That theoretical number might be too high for you. So you're not, maybe you're not in as much of a deficit as you think, or maybe it's too low for you. Like you don't know, you need to track your calories and get a sense of it. So when I'm determining what calories I want to track, what do I want to eat? How many calories do I want to take in? What I always advise people do is shoot to land somewhere between the theoretical one pound and two pound. Just land in there. That's it. Just land somewhere in there. And a lot of people are like, well, but wait a minute. I have to know, do I eat 1,650 calories or do I eat 1,725 calories? It's like, I don't know. Get near there. Like, you don't need to be this precise. And it's really important to know this because calorie labels on food can be, they can vary. I don't know if you know this. The FDA allows a up to 20% tolerance in the label. 20%. That's a big number. That is a noticeable number. So think about that. And then you are not probably precise on how you're portioning and weighing and measuring everything. So adding a little bit more variability in there as well. And you'll quickly see that tracking to that level of precision of 100 calories a day is an exercise in futility. It is all this extra effort for no benefit, no additional tangible benefit. It just drives you nuts. And you'll realize it's tracking calories is like horseshoes and hand grenades, Close enough, we'll get you there. You just got to get near it most of the time. Because if your calorie, let's say your theoretical maintenance is 3,000 calories. If you eat 2,500 calories, you're in a deficit. If you eat 2,000 calories, you're in a deficit. If you eat 2,999 calories, you're in a deficit. If you eat 3,000 calories, you're in a deficit. If you eat 3,200 calories, you're in a deficit. And you tell me you're thinking, wait, Chris, no, no, you said maintenance was 3,000. That's right. Because you were in a deficit all those other days, you drifting above maintenance just a teeny bit one day here or there, you're still in a deficit over a period of time. It's not about being perfect. Stop trying to be perfect. I was never perfect once when I was losing weight. When I was losing weight, I was never perfect with tracking. Hell, half the time I estimated in my head because it's like I'm eating basically the same thing I ate yesterday. I don't need to write it down. The goal isn't to track calories. The goal is to eat at a calorie deficit. That's the goal. I just use calorie tracking as a tool to help me see if I'm doing what I think I'm doing because I've realized I am a human. I am so biased. I will skew data all the time. So I got to write things down so I don't lie to myself tomorrow. That's it. That's all calorie tracking is. And I think that's why some people don't like calorie tracking, just to be honest. I think some people don't like it because they don't like that they can't lie to themselves tomorrow. Like they're going to write down the objective truth of what they're about to do. And rather than face that number tomorrow, they just don't write it down. I think some people do that. I don't think everybody does. I think some do. I know that because I've done that. And I can't imagine I'm the only person that has ever done that. Surely I'm not, but I don't know. Maybe I am. So when you're tracking calories and you're trying to pick your number, 
come up with a theoretical maintenance, and then just land somewhere between 500 to 1,000 calories below that a day. That's it. Stop complicating it. That's it. If you're not losing weight, drop it by 100 calories or two, or my preference, go move your body more. That's it. Now, getting yourself to do that? Well, that's a whole nother obstacle, right? Like you got to get yourself to actually stick to this plan. This is where the mindset works comes in. This is where the mental game comes in. But some of y'all, you're making the mental game needlessly difficult because you're asking yourself to do a technical game that's way too hard for no good reason. Many of you are out here trying to optimize, do I, do I need to get 38 grams of fiber or 40 grams of fiber? I don't know. Get close. Do I need, can I eat processed food one time a week, two times a week, or, or one time a month, or every other day? I don't know. Just keep it reasonable. What's reasonable? You decide. Just pick a number. Just pick, and then just start looking how your body does. If it's not working, make a little tweak. Many of us, and I know the temptation, you start optimizing, and you just want to keep optimizing. That's what's so hard about weight loss. We're looking for the minimum effective dose. We're looking for the fewest amount of changes required to get the needle moving, recognizing that we're going to be making more changes, probably not too much further into the future. That's what this is. It's a game of changes, little tiny changes as you go. And if you're trying to be absolutely precise every day and not giving yourself any wiggle room to be a human, you're making the weight loss journey much more challenging. And again, you're not doing it for any reason. It is not actually going to make your journey more successful. In fact, it might make you be less successful. I've had multiple people, I mean multiple people that I have worked with, that let's say their calorie target was, uh, I, I meet with them, and this is a common scenario, say, how many calories a day are you eating? They're like, 1,800. I'm like, okay, 1,800 calories, great. Where'd you get that number? They're like, oh, I did this, and you know, it put me at, uh, this is 1,000 calories below that, and I'm trying to land there, great. So I'm like, okay, let me ask you a question. You set this target at 1,700, Yeah. When you eat 2,200, do you just go fuck it because you're like, I already blew my calories? And like, well, yeah, you know, because I ruined the day. It's like, you were still in a deficit. Why don't we, why don't we do it the other way? Why don't we just set your target at 2,200 calories? Like, well, I won't lose weight very fast at 2,200 calories. I'm like, I know, but, but you could probably do that by default on a really busy, crazy day. So why don't we just set the target there and just put a little faith in you? Let's just both put a little faith in your future self that if your day's not too crazy busy and not too crazy stressful and you're not too hungry, you know, you'll lower your calorie intake for the day because you still want to lose weight quickly. But, you know, you're beating yourself up when you went over the, you weren't perfect. You didn't absolutely lose two pounds this week. It's like, hey, even if, even if you did the thousand calorie deficit perfectly every single day, you're not going to lose two pounds a week over the long term. You're going to have weeks where it just doesn't move. It's going to happen. Like, I, it's so reliable. I don't even need to know who you are listening right now. You. Yes, you. I don't need to know who you are. And I know if you go on a long weight loss journey, the scale's not going to move sometimes. The scale's going to go up sometimes just because. Really. And so it's like, why, why chase perfection? We don't want to let perfection be the enemy of good here. 
And when you're tracking calories, this is where some of you, you're like, I got too obsessed and I had to stop tracking calories. No, the answer isn't stop tracking calories. The answer is stop trying to be a perfectionist when you track calories. And no, you're not triggered and have to be a perfectionist. You just want to be and believe you have to be. You don't actually have to be. You could choose to do it a different way if you decided you wanted to. I know that because that's how I had to do it. I never tracked calories before. I did keto, which is like a perfectionist dream of a diet. Because when you are perfect, it works amazing because it demands perfection. You can't have a cheat day on keto. It doesn't work that way. When you have a cheat day, you get your body knocked out of ketosis. And you got to start over again. You lose several days. You get severely punished for not being perfect, but you get heavily rewarded for being perfect. So <laughs> keto is the perfectionist dream diet. Seco, on the other hand, works best by being in the gray. And you perfectionists really struggle sometimes with being in the gray. But being in the gray is so much easier. I've lived life in the black and white and in the gray. The gray is better, y'all. I... And again, maybe I'm biased because all the people I know in my life that live their life in the shades of gray, they're happy because they realize life is not absolute. I can think of so few things in life that are absolute. There, there are some, but not many, especially when it comes to human behavior, human psychology. And this is why when tracking calories, if you bring your perfectionist mindset to it, you've got to be careful because your perfectionist mindset you will make calorie tracking work in an ineffective way. And I don't want you to do that. Your weight loss journey shouldn't end with you tracking calories. Tracking calories is supposed to be a phase. It's supposed to be a chapter of the journey. It's supposed to be a tool you learn how to master and how to utilize it and adapt it to meet your present needs at the time. I track calories to help me train for ultra marathons. I'm not doing it to try to lose weight. I'm doing it to watch my nutrition. I track calories to help put on muscle mass. I track calories to lose body fat. I track calories to help improve performance sometimes. You see, calorie tracking isn't about losing weight. But when I learned it, how to track calories for my initial purposes of losing weight, I was able to repurpose it later in life to serve other needs. Calorie tracking is not the end all be all. It is a tool. You are not on a calorie tracking diet. You are on a I just eat less food diet. That's it. Every diet is nothing more than a I just eat less food than my body needs diet. And you pick whatever way you want to get to get there. I just want you to do it in a way that's sustainable. And I happen to be one of those, those crazy guys out there that thinks you should be able to eat anything. Unless you have a health reason not to, you should be able to eat anything. That, I'm one of those nuts of people. I don't think sugar's terrible. Sugar's fine. Don't go nuts with it, right? Like, you don't need to be eating 300 grams of sugar every day. That's too much. Like, there's enough evidence to note that's too much. But is it 100, 150 grams a day? I don't know. Make your decision, right? So let go of your perfectionism with calorie tracking. Just shoot to be in a calorie deficit to any degree every day, and you'll be fine. I promise. You'll be fine. For many of you, this podcast will unlock your weight loss journey. You are hearing this at the right time, and you are about to just completely let go of your perfectionism. 
You're going to let it go. And you're going to say, you know what? I'm just going to trust Chris. He's been talking about this now for a little bit. Enough people are saying it's working. <coughs> maybe, just maybe, it'll work. I've tried everything else. And I can't say I've tried everything if I haven't tried everything. Why don't I give this a shot? And if you need some help on this journey, because I do know how challenging this can be, especially this mindset shift, you can always come on over to the Guild. We'd love to have you in there. It's $40 a month, no contract. You can cancel at any time. I've got over 200 hours of content in there designed to help you get yourself all the way across the finish line of this journey. If you find the mindsets getting in your way, if you find you're having a hard time overcoming your triggers that are causing you to overeat, come on into the Guild. We'll teach you how to overcome those triggers. We'll teach you how to get past them, how to get to a place where you have that genuine food freedom. Hey, if you're not sure if the guild's for you, come on into my Facebook group group, and just ask around. I don't post very many reviews because I want you to come get the latest and greatest. Come in the Facebook group and just say, hey, anybody, I'm thinking about joining the guild. Ask whatever question you'd like. I'm an open book about it. And if you're curious, come on in, take a look. If it doesn't work for you, you can hit the cancel button. It's up in the top right. You don't even have to tell me. I would love to help you get across the finish line of your journey, though. I know how hard it is. I know how lonely and isolating it can be. I know there's many of you that this podcast is the only outlet you have to hear another voice that is just as excited and passionate about weight loss as you are. That's why I want you to know about the Guild. It is a community that are just as dedicated and excited and as passionate about this as you are. These are other people that have been listening to the podcast every week for over a year. That's what these people are. They're your people. So if you want to meet them, they want to meet you, come on over to the Guild. You can find a link to that in the show notes or you can go to theguildofchampions.com. Have a great week on your weight loss quest. If you're tracking calories, give yourself grace. You don't have to be perfect. To you perfectionists out there, practice living in the gray. I know you're going to feel uncomfortable when you first start doing it. I know everything inside your brain is going to be screaming at you that you're messing it up. I know, but just hang in there, okay? It'll work. Sometimes you got to prove it to yourself. Sometimes you got to go do something. Act in opposition of your perfectionism. Track it and document it so that you can look back at your perfectionism and say, see, I told you. I told you we didn't have to be perfect. Sometimes you need that. So if you just got to be perfect at something, be perfect at documenting, right? Just write down. Say, I'm just going to write it down. I don't have to even be perfect about what I write it down. I'm just going to write something down right? That's all you got to do. If you want, take pictures. You can, you need something to objectively review to see what you're eating, everybody. That's the key part of why calorie tracking works. All right. Have a great week. I'll see you in the Facebook group. Talk to you later.